Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. We are here for Chemist Warehouse. Heading to Chemist Warehouse for great savings every day. Flight Center. Pack more value with Flight Center's Captain's Pack. We are here at Flight Center in Brisbane to celebrate the launch of their new Captain's Pack giving you the chance to win a $20,000 holiday. 20 grand. Wow. It's a lot of cash. That's a lot of cash. Now, let's get into it. Broncos v. The Storm, Friday, 7.50, Suncourt Stadium. Broncos team news. All players that were rested last week return, as do Adam Reynolds and Pat Carrigan from injury. Jesse Jesse Arthurs to replace Corey Mm. Oates on the wing. Storm team news. All players that were rested last week return, while Ryan Pappenhausen moves back to the bench and doesn't start, according to the team list. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I think um, that's where he will start. I don't think the coach is trying to um, confuse or play silly buggers with anyone there. I think okay. I think uh, Nick Meany will, will take his position as fullback. Are you surprised with that? Or not? No, not really at yeah, all. Okay. No, not really. He's only, he's only been back for a couple of games, Kempe, um, in first grade. So he came off the bench in his first game back and played in the middle. Yep. And then game two, which was last week against the Broncos, starts at fullback and then shifts to the half. So mm. I think watching that unfold right there, I think that I think Craig Bellamy showed his hand where what role Ryan Pappenhausen will play for the remainder of this year. Okay. okay. I, I think he's gonna he's thinking he is our utility. Yeah, wow. Well, he is okay. our fourteen, he is our X factor. If we need something, I'm gonna throw him on in the middle and yeah, just well. create some some chaos. That's that's honestly surprising. like Surprising from my, I would have thought. Well, uh, well, the thing with Craig, right? He is, he's a, uh, he, he is not high risk. Okay. Style football at all. He okay. is all about, you know, low risk, high percentage, and the man that's done it all year mm. has been Nick Meany. Yeah. He's been one of the more consistent players in the, in the. In I think the, he's been your player of the year in the lineup. Yeah. Uh, yeah, close to. Mm. Well, uh, yeah, I'd say he's been one of the more consistent. Absolutely. Mm. Um, so. He'd be close. Mm. He'd be close to the Storm's best Hugh, player. Because Hughes come on in the end. Yeah, and he missed a few. Missed a few. Pappy's obviously out. Um, whereas outside of that, I, I Harry, like Harry, he's been up and down a little bit. Yeah. I honestly reckon Nick Meany, even though what's going to you know shock people is, I actually would have started Pappy at fullback. Right. And kept Meany at fourteen only because I just felt like you saw Pappy's class. You know, I know it was one yeah. game, mm. and I, and I just think with Meany, even though he's been your best most. Maybe not best players in. He hasn't had the best single games, but the most consistent at a high level. Yes. I just think with Pappy in finals footy, I, I love the fact that he'd be on as much as he can. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, mate, uh, knowing Craig, I think he'd think safety first. Okay. There you go. Yep. Just, I'm going to go with the bloke that's done it all year. Um, he's match fit. He's yep. hard fit. Um, he knows all of our game plans. He's been a part of it for the entire season. And yep. he's performed well. So you've got to reward that yeah, also. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm sure Ryan Pappenhausen is going to see... Plenty of game time. Yeah, okay. I've got no doubt about that. So maybe maybe it's just before half time. Mm. Maybe just after half time, you might see a ruck player roll off and and Pappenhausen goes on. Yep. Um, and that's he'll be told, mate, we need you on the football. Yeah, wow. Try and get around. Try and get those fast legs yeah. around the big men of of the uh, the Broncos and and really test them out. Um, interesting. The the Broncos move to leave Corey Oates out. 
huge call. 200-game player, oh. played State of Origin, um, played in a lot of big games for Jesse Arthurs, who is still a, a young man. And, and, and you know, th that's no knock on Jesse Arthurs, but this is a big occasion. Huge occasion. Big occasion. And you could even, you know, if you want to make the argument to sentiment, Corey Oates has been there through all the tough times. Yes. You know, and then we get to this finals game and it looks like we're heading on, you know, the direction of hopefully at least shaking the finals. Yeah, the, the, the word I'm hearing is that Kev, um, Kevy Walters has gone for speed. Okay. Over sort of size and experience. Okay. So what Corey Oates gives you is that he's, he's a lot like, when, when you look at the Penrith back three, they are like front rowers mm. in the back line. Okay. So when the opposition team kick down, they make so many Crazy. hard um, meters mm. for their footy side. It, it, t it, takes, it, it takes a lot of the, the, the work out of their forward pack, mm. right? So they do those hard yards off their try line. Um, the front rowers, the, the middle forwards for Penrith don't have to work back as far, okay? So they're conserving energy there. Mm. Then they can get involved sort of mid-set, mid late in the set, and they've got energy to defend, which is why they're such a good defensive side. Yeah. It's because their back three, back five do a lot of their hard work out of their own end. Corey Oates does the same thing. He's a big body. You know, he's 6'4", six, 6'5", six, carries the ball strongly. But they've gone for the younger player in Jesse Arthurs, who, when he's had the opportunities this well. year, right, he's come in and played extremely well, good finisher of the footy, and he's got speed out there wide as well. Mm. And, and like Kevy is a very attacking orientated guy. Loves loves the attacking side yeah. of the game. I think that I think if Corey Oates had a few more matches under his belt, he probably would have kept the spot. Yep. I think it's been you know he's been back a w maybe a week or two, mm -hmm. so maybe that's also hindered him a little bit just that match fitness. Yep. Um, but it's a it's a really interesting call because Jesse Arthur's you just know Bellyache's going to be look if we want to target one area. Yes. Let's target the I mean Selwyn Cobo also is semi-rookie, but he's been in these big moments. Yep. But let's, je let's target Jesse Arthurs. Let's see, let's see what he's made of early on because if he makes an early error, yep. uh-oh, it's coming all night. So who will, he be, who will he be matched up on? So Selwyn is right wing. Right. So he'll be, on the, he'll be on the left wing, which would be Warbrook. Mm. Mm. So the, the, well, well, Storms, both their wingers are huge. Tall. Yeah. And good in the air. Absolutely. The left wing is Xavier Oates. Coates. Okay, Coates. How do you see the forward pack battle? Because I think if there's, you know, I think clearly the Storm spine is better. Yep. But I do think Broncos, on paper at least, yes. forward pack is arguably the best in the competition, if not the second best. Yep. Do you think that, how do you see that battle going? Well, that's, that's where I believe, so the, the way I see this game going, right, is they've got, they've got the bigger, more powerful footy side, the Broncos. Mm. Um, there's no questioning that. Mm. Um, right across the park from 1 to 17. Yeah. Um, yeah, they've got great ball carriers, powerful outside backs as well. Um, and then you throw in a guy like Ezra Mem in the halves, like yeah. Yeah, that's the strongest Likewise. part of his game, right? Yeah. He's running the football, supporting the ball carriers, all that sort of stuff. What Melbourne will have to take a lot of punishment early, mm. and and they have to their defence has to hold up. Yeah, if they concede points early, and give you know this young for uh, this young Broncos side some momentum and some confidence, it'll be it'll be a struggle. Yeah, okay. What the, what they have to do is they just they have to t you know endure the onslaught early. And if they can if they can hold the Broncos to zero after 20 mm. and then go down the other end and their key players come up with the right plays and they can find some points. I think that that actually 
creates a little bit of doubt. Yeah. Puts a little bit of doubt in the Broncos' mind, which, you know, they haven't... They haven't this, this crop of Broncos players, apart from what, uh, Renault, yeah. they haven't been in this part of the year. Yeah. There's going to be so much expectation on them mm. on Friday night. They're playing at home in front of their home. It's going to be a sellout crowd, home fans. Um, they finish second on the ladder. They're, they're expected to go on and to play in a grand final. Mm. And if they get in a position where they go, geez, this, like the storm are up for this mm. and we're not in a great position, we've got some scoreboard pressure, what do we do? Yeah. Yeah. From a storm's point of view, yeah, for that's, sure. that's, that's, I think that's where it's going to go. Broncos' point of view, um, I think it's pretty straightforward. They need to go power game straight up. Yeah. Straight up and just they, they need to blast the Storm off the park if they're a, ch- if they're a chance to, to finish them off. Yeah. Uh, it's very similar to, I guess, what I was saying earlier in the week on my podcast is that mm. if you're the Storm, you just – if I'm bellyache to the Storm, I'm saying to the boys, boys, don't even worry about attack right now. We need to be the best defensive side we've ever been. Yep. Because what you know for sure, we don't know how the game's going to pan out, but what we do know for sure is the Broncos will make a mistake yep. and they will give us an opportunity. Yep. We At need some to be, stage. We need to be in the game to take that opportunity. Yep. Um, because we have the best men in the game, or two of the best men mm-hmm. in the game, three if you you know Harry Grant, that yep. do take opportunities. Yep. So that's where I think the Storm... If they can find a way to, you know, quell that twenty-minute period at the start, mm. and as you said, put some doubt in their head. Put yeah. m- make them make Reese Walsh and, and Paddy Carrigan has look up at the crowd and go, "Oh, yeah. th- this isn't going to plan. We haven't been here before. Yeah, this isn't going to the script that we're su- we were supposed to come out and just blow these guys off the park." Yeah. From the Broncos' perspective, it's just all about understanding that you're going to be in very uncomfortable moments <laughs> and not panicking. Yeah. And 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 a big part. Um, or, or someone's role who will play a massive role in the team, um, you know, staying calm and composed is Adam Reynolds, right? Yeah. And this is this is this is the reason why he was purchased by the Broncos mm. on on a on a long term deal. Yeah, is to get them to this point now and and navigate them through this final series. Mm. He's got he's got the he's got the cattle. Yeah, like they've got oh. they've got the big young. Um, you know, forward pack and the outside backs are, you know, as, as a explosive backline as you'll find in, in the competition. Mm. But he is the man now that needs to guide them through it. Mm. Yeah, because I think that when you look at the Broncos, for everything, like the Storm have, you know, years and years of standards that have kind of been just ingrained into them. And so with the Storm, they can always sit there and go, boys, we've answered the question as a club so many times. So we know what the answer is. The Broncos, on the other hand, they have to have, sometimes when you overplay your hand, mm. people think it's overconfidence, but it's actually a lack of confidence mm. in your roster. Yeah. When you start, if you start trying to make that big play happen, mm. what you're saying is, is that we don't believe that we have the roster to grind this team to the ground. Yeah. And I think that the Broncos, they have to have faith that they can score enough points to win this match. Yeah. Now, they, they, they yeah, either, both sides, they, they can't come out looking for the easy pass. Oh, no way. You can't come out looking for cheap points. Mm. There's, there's no way because th- they're both that good that if you turn over cheap ball early, the game can be taken away from you like that yeah. in an instant. Do you think Storm will have a game plan of, of uh, targeting Renault? Not in a negative way, in, within the rules, obviously. Yeah. But he is a little bit older, you know, can get bumped and bruised a little bit. Yep. 
your spine relatively young? Yeah, well, look, if they can get to him, I think they will. I think I think Big Nelson's... Ooh. Well, he's no, he's on Ezra Mam. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, no, I, I think if they get a chance, like, that, that's, that should be in your mindset, is to tire out the key playmakers, right? Yep. But he's so experienced. Mm. What, what they need to be good at is trying to um, minimise his kicking game. That's a big part. That's a big part of, of the success of the Broncos. Yep. And just quickly before we go, if you're the Broncos... Do you try to niggle Cam Munster? Do you try to get him off his game? Or is he past that now? Has he moved oh, past that and matured? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Pressure. It does funny things does to people. It does funny things. Cannot wait. Broncos v. The Storm. A clash for the ages. We're going to head to the break. After the break, we're going to a deep dive into a big, big match. I know Panthers are huge favourites, but Warriors, they could do something special. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. Let's get straight into it, shall we? Panthers v. The Warriors, Saturday, 4pm at Bluebet. Panthers team news. Mitch Kenny, Scott Sorensen return. Jerome Loy remains sidelined. Warriors team news. All players that were rested last week return to the team, as does Tohu Harris. Back from a back injury. Jazz Tavanga also returns on the bench from a hamstring injury. Smithy, how do you see this one playing out, mate? Well, weren't the Penrith Panthers impressive last week? <laughs> So good. They, as, as one of the top sides in the comp, they chose to play, well, all their players that were available, and they played extremely well. Just a little reminder to everyone that they hadn't fallen off the perch yeah. uh, after that loss to Parramatta, which, you know, they were well below their best. Um, part of that was due to the way Parramatta played. Mm. So it's going to be interesting to see whether everyone sort of took notice of, of that game yeah. um, and the way Parramatta sort of attacked Penrith um, with both their with their offense and defense. But this is, um, I'm going down to this one, Kempi. I'm working on this game Saturday afternoon. It is 4 p.m. kickoff um, at a Bluebet Stadium. I spoke with, I mentioned earlier um, about those comments from Scotty Sattler being over in New Zealand. They are, they are supremely confident. Mm. I think they wanted to play Penrith. Mate. That's great. That's, a, that's the only attitude you can have in this yep. situation. Yeah, for, well, for a couple of reasons, right? And, and you need to plan for all scenarios mm. when you're a part of a final series, particularly when you're in top four. So if you, if you play it the right way and you're smart about, okay, if, if we go week one win, okay, what's our plan then? If, if we're to lose, mm. then where do we go from, okay, how do we attack the rest of the games? So I think their, their mindset was, let's get, let's get the benchmark of the competition straight up. Yeah, and let's throw everything at them, and let's see what happens. See where we're at. If we win, beautiful mm. week off, home prelim, particularly as a as a team based in New Zealand. That's a, oh. a huge, oh, man. a huge benefit. Yeah, huge benefit, right? If you if you are to lose to Penrith, you go back home week two. Someone has to travel, mm. and then you cross over and play either Broncos or Melbourne or you know, another team in yeah. prelim, and you don't have to see Penrith until the grand final anyway. Mm. Potentially. Yeah. So I think that's their mindset. Do they have the game to do that? If they play at their absolute best this week, they could. Mm. Um, but just going on forms, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going Penrith. They, they, they are a very good side. Do they you, are a very good side. If you're talking to the Warriors, do you go the route of game of our lives, let's do something? You know, do you, do you almost fire the shot now of let's just have the game of our lives against Penrith and do something yep. special? Or I reckon you're all out. 
you're all out, just go all out. Don't go the route of like, you know, we've still got another game no. to do that. No, don't, 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 don't half commit to it. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm. Don't, don't go in there with a the mindset like, oh, look, we've got next week. We've, we've, got, we've got a game in yeah. hand. You know what I mean? We've got a second chance. So almost play it like a grand, grand final. Play it like it's your last game. Yeah, okay. Because if you do, and like I said, if, if you get the week off, my goodness, that's an advantage. Mm. Yeah. You, you, you could almost, you could almost, Kempe, as and, and just talking purely on the advantage of uh, the Warriors being in New Zealand, playing a prelim at Eden Park, mm. um, you've got one foot in the door of the grand final. Yeah. If you they win this one. You just need 80 minutes of... And the, the grand final kind of take care of itself in regards to motivation. Yep, all out. Mm. All out this week. Yeah, okay. All out this week. And if you fail, if you fall short, um, then then you go, right, okay. It didn't work out for us. Mm. Now, next up, next yeah. job. Yeah. Look yeah. to the next week. How do we get past that one? And then you just and then you just navigate your, you navigate your series mm. day by day, game by game. Do you think that there is any merit in the fact that Webster and Cleary are playing each other and if there's two blokes that know each other's game, it's Webster and Cleary? Well, possibly. Mm. Well, given, you know, Andrew Webster was a part of the Panthers football department for what, a couple of years yeah. at least. Yeah, big, big, huge. Like, you speak to all the players mm. and uh, even going so far, I've seen some players that have been interviewed and they've been like, look, Seraldo, huge part. Yeah. Taking nothing away from Seraldo. Yep. But Webster is just as much. Yeah. Just as important. Yeah. So he'll he'll there's no doubt that he'll be able to give some insights to his players at, around um, you know, the way that Penrith will approach this game. Um but in saying that, like I don't think there's too much secrecy of, around of what they do. around what they do. Yeah, yeah. They just do it very good and they do it often. Yeah. That's the challenge. That's the challenge. What what Penrith are so good at, and the best at it in the competition, is that they will do whatever they have to do, right, to just go set for set with you mm. until you make a mistake, mm. and then they capitalise. Mm. They they will bore you to death until you try something, you know, outside of your game plan, outside of your system, and it doesn't come off, and they've got you. Mm. And then all of a sudden, they get that first try, another one comes. Another one comes, and then all of a sudden, when you thought, we're going okay here, yeah. you turn around, all of a sudden, it's 18-0. Yeah, yeah. And then you think, you, that, and then talking about creating doubt in, in people's minds, mm. when you're playing Penrith and you see 18-0, the first thought that I reckon a lot of players think is, well, we can't, we can't make that up. Yeah. We're gone. They did that, and we felt like we're in the game. Imagine when you, know, yep. you feel like we're not even in it. Yep. What do you think about this tactic against this, the, the Penrith Panthers? Because I think that, like, I, I just think that there are two ways that I would approach it tactically. Yes. You either need to have a lot of tight ruck plays, so in behind the marker. Mm -hmm. And for our listeners, you've got the marker, then you've got your A, B, and C defender. Yeah. So I the first three defenders from the ruck. From the ruck. So I think you've either got to take all the brave runs in behind the ruck, which is you're going to get jammed uh, for the first 20 minutes, probably going to get jammed because A defender and the marker is going to jam you. Or you need to be outside the C defender because they rush up so quickly. Yeah. I don't think you can be in that no man's land of taking hit-ups into their A, B and C defender oh, because they, they love that. They want you to do that. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of clubs, uh, teams don't even try to get out. I know it's easier said than done. Yeah, well, they take, that, they take their everyday game plan into those matches against... Penrith mm. and they just Penrith love it 
Yeah. They just eat that up. Mm. Like I was saying, like, you, teams that think that they're going to outlast Penrith, wrong. Yeah. You're not going to. Mm. Like, you just, there's no, there's no team in the comp right now that can outlast Penrith. Mm. Not, not at the moment. Yeah. I'm not saying they can't in the future. Yeah. But there's no one at that. They don't have the game to sustain it like Penrith do. Mm. They're so fit, Penrith, every player. Yeah. So what I, what I think you need to do is, number one, you've got to be willing to have some sort of risk in your game mm. as far as um, your offense when you have the, when you have the ball. You've got to be willing to offload a little bit. You've got to be willing to you know, sort of chance your arm a little bit out wide and, and throw some long balls and, and, and make their defense move. Mm. When you move them around a little bit, and you create a little bit of confusion in their defensive line, have guys out of position, not where they're usually you know, set in their line in their systems. When you take them out of their system, that's when they struggle a little bit. It's what, yeah. it's what Parramatta did to them. Yeah. And the other, the other thing is, which is key, is you need to have a really strong kick-chase game. Oh, yeah. So, Shawnee yeah. Johnson, he's been kicking really well this year, one of the best general play kickers in the game right now. You need to get on the back of his kicks. And a couple of early kicks wouldn't hurt either. Mm. So turning around, Brian Toll. Look what DCE did to New South Wales. Put, yep. Putting, putting, isolating Dylan Edwards at the back by himself so he can't return the ball with you know, some guys back there because they work extremely hard back behind the football mm. to support their, their teammate. So some early kicks, turning Brian Toll around, isolating Dylan Edwards and minimising the metres that they make mm. goes a long way to breaking the Panthers down. And, and just as you, know, as you just alluded to, if you kick early, you're interrupting the system. So you're giving Toll less time to recover from his last effort. effort. So if you can continue to just interrupt the system, inter before you get to the 60, 70th minute, Toll's not going to be doing the hit-ups he was. You know, so That's you re reduce the amount of uh, rest time. We're going to head to a break. After the break, we've got Sharks v Roosters. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. We are here thanks to Flight Center's Captain's Pack, hassle-free travel, and the chance to win a $20,000 holiday. Oh, man. Head to flightcenter.com.au for more details. Let's get into a Shark v. Roosters, Saturday, 7 p.m., Points Bet Stadium. First of all, before we get into the team news, <laughs> Smithy, Points Bet Stadium. Should it be moved or should oh. the Sharks, they've earned the home final, should they have it? Keep it. Well, well, they've earned their home final, haven't they? It's not their fault it's under construction. Yeah. 11,000, though. Really? Not much, is it? They've got more than 11,000 members, don't they? Yeah, it's, it's not much. So they're looking to set up some live sites around the Shire, I believe. Will you get down to those? I'm going to watch it from my helicopter. Right. Yeah, I'm flying okay. over the top. Or as <laughs> we, we just had another text earlier, one of our listeners said, Smithy, can you please ask Kempi, does he own a shirt? Oh, here we Seen go. him running around Cronulla here shirtless again. No, Mate. he wasn't shirtless. He had a singlet on. No, not even. I've had a normal Nike t-shirt, sir. And this, oh. I've got a dad rig at the moment. There's no shirt coming off at the moment. I've got a shirt tan. That's dad how bod. much. Dad bod. And I'm proud of it, you know. I'm proud. I'm leaning into the, the dad life. Yeah, just getting comfortable with it. Yeah. Yeah, why not? <laughs> no, good on you, mate. Um, so you'll be watching it from your helicopter. Uh, yeah. 11,000. <laughs> look, yeah. Um... Yeah, look, they, they, yeah, they, they've worked hard, Yeah. okay? And that's the rules. Mm. Um, it's, I, I guess it's a little bit frustrating for people, though, and I completely understand. Alliance is just down the road. Mm. It's going to be stone-cold empty. 40,000 you can fit in there. Now, I know that's the rooster's I home know, ground, right? It's the rooster's it's home ground. But can we work something out and say, listen, ticket sales, 
I don't know how you do this, actually, but make it available to Cronulla fans first so they may be able to take up the majority of the seats. But do you think the Sharkies are more thinking along the lines of, like, Shark Park, the, the field's different, oh, it's the, a bit heavier. Well, what is it? Gus Gould calls it what? The Bermuda Triangle. Triangle. And it, it is. It oh, is. got me. <laughs> <laughs> Once. It did. It did. Once. Oh, wow. <laughs> One of the greatest moments in rugby league. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah, look... I'll tell you what, Kepi, easiest way to put it, if I'm playing for the Sharkies right now, yeah. I'm loving playing at Shark Park. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm, I, mate, I'm happy to play in front of 11,000 mm. and make the Roosters uncomfortable. But <laughs> is that going to be enough this week? Okay, let's get into it. Shark team news. No changes to the team from last week. Connor Tracy named at fullback. Will Kennedy has also been named in the reserves and could play. Mm. Huge selection call there. Mm. Roosters team news. Joey Manu returns at centre only less than two weeks since he strained his hamstring, which is huge. Apparently, they're just going to risk it. Yep. Uh, honestly, Junior Ponga. He's, he stays, stays on the on wing. The, yeah. Tupo's still out. Outstanding last week. He though. was out. He, he, is a, he was really good in the trials for the Roosters. Joey Manu's the really interesting one because last year, Daniel Tupu, in a similar situation, yes. he had an injury and he had to go off was after. It was, a gro- it was his groin, I, I think. I think it might have been his groin. And, and Joey Manu, when you strain your hammy to come back within less than two weeks, like strain it so much that you came off in a crucial match yep. 20 minutes in. So yep. it's not just a little, oh, at the end of the game, it was a bit tight. Yep. I would be, I'd be not surprised, but he will be very lucky to get through this game, honestly. With a hamstring. Yeah. Um, right call, wrong call, you reckon? Well, mate, I've, I've never run fast enough to do a hammy, so I don't know what it's like having, <laughs> having some sort of strain or hammy injury. But I do know they're very temperamental, yeah. you know, and, and watching guys go through that sort of rehab and coming back early, I do understand why they want to get him back in. Mm. Like, if he's 80% fit, like, this is, this is it's, it's the last roll of the dice yeah. for every game that they play now, mm. the Roosters. Yeah. So, and I know that, you know, he's, he makes them such a, uh, a more potent footy side when he's playing out there. So, um, if, if it's a risk, I think, I think what they're sort of leading to is they're willing to take the risk. Calculated risk. Calculate a risk. If, if it's to go, then it's to go. Mm. Um, if not, then bonus. Yeah. And yeah. and if if he does re-injure it, then they'll just have to. It's Plan B for the rest of the finals. Do you think his direction is basically, mate? We, you're basically there because of your defence. You know, we we just want to focus more on the defence rather than running for 250 meters. Um, or do you think it's just like, mate, go all out. If it happens, it happens. Oh, I reckon it's just do your best, mate. Okay. Yeah, get out there and play your normal game. Don't don't worry about it. Like you. If, if, if you've been given the green lights, go and play. Yep. Now, Sharkies versus Roosters, how do you see this one playing out? <sighs> My initial thoughts is Roosters. Same. Yep. I did, uh, they've won, what, 4-5? Four, 4-5? Five? Four, five? It might be 5. I'm just a little bit concerned as well. Sharkies in a finals match against a veteran finals match side. Yep. Well, look to last year. Straight mm. sets. Yeah. When they finished, what, second? Um, so they went in straight sets. Yep. Mm, gone, uh, lost to the Cowboys, and then gone the following week. And to be honest, watching them last week, they were very, um, very unconvincing, mm. right? They, they really had no opportunity. They, they, they did not pull away from the Canberra Raiders mm. until Seb Chris got sent off. Yeah. And then when they were playing against 12 men, that's when they found it a bit easier, scored a few points. Scoreline looked great at the end for them. But it took them to play against 12 men to pull away from Canberra, who, 
and looking at Canberra's form line, they, they, they have not been great at all. Mm. So I'm just reading them both of those. Um, whereas the Roosters come in, I, I believe, with a lot more confidence about the way they're playing right now. Mm. They've had some great defence. Um, the, they, their goal line defence has reminded me a lot of um, when they won their back-to-back premierships. Yep. They're showing a lot of resilience down their end. Um, and, their, and their attack... It, it's now, it's, it looks like they're all on the same page. They know exactly what plan that they're trying to achieve. Mm. Luke Keery is playing well. Yeah. Sam Walker back in as well, I think, has helped them. Um, and which means it's, it's, creating, uh, it's creating a lot of opportunities for Tedesco. Mm. Do you think that there's been, I personally believe, watching the Roosters at the end of this year, they've simplified a lot of their stuff. Yeah, I think at the start of the year they maybe over they complicated and almost, almost I, I've said it quite a lot, but I feel the rule changes. I think the Roosters reacted quite strongly to the rule changes, right? And I feel like they came into this year with a very specific game plan to take advantage of the you know mm-hmm. increased speed of the game. Yep. And I think that the the game's actually gone a bit back towards what it was 2018, Prior. 2019. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of thrown them off balance a little bit, whereas. At the end of the, the back end of the year, uh, they look like a, a normal structured footy side <coughs> doing normal structured plays, and yeah. it seems to be working for them. Yeah, and just uh, I think a big thing for the Roosters, I think when they're relaxed, I mm. think they play their best footy. Mm. I think when they're overthinking things too much, I think it gets all a little bit too complicated yeah. for them. Yeah. Um, so they look relaxed, as I said. They they look relaxed. They look on the same page. I actually feel that they're they're just they're going out there and just playing a, a little bit more naturally. Mm. And 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 Sam Walker is you know, he's a great example of that. Like he 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 excels when he just plays what he sees. Yeah. That try that he set up for Junior Ponga on the weekend. Cool. So he gets the ball. Campbell Graham rushes out at him. He comes off his left foot, and he knows automatically that okay, Campbell Graham's come out at me. He's rushed out of the line, so he's in the centre. His winger's going to follow. Mm. So, okay, so my man's going to be open. So he just, he sort of jumped up, fired that ball from his hip, hit Junior Ponga, try in the corner. Yeah. Okay? So, like, that's that's the style of footy that he excels in, is mm. that, that just that natural footy where he knows exactly what's going on. Not so much like a Cleary. Yeah. Where he's programmed to those set plays, those systems, and he just picks, he watches the defence, and he reacts to that. Yeah. Whereas... Um, Sam Walker, he just he doesn't really particularly know exactly what he just wants to do. Just feels it out kind of thing. Just feels it yeah. and goes with it. Yeah, I mean, even the week before, very similar try to almost Alfie Langer where he was like pinballing off people. You know, a lot of people would have, I guess, immediately because you're a half, you look for the assist or you look for the long pass, which ironically, he's one of the better long passes. In the, but he had the instinct to go, no, I'm actually going to be bouncing back on the inside, yep. not even worry about passing. Yep. Um, so, yeah, the Roosters... I, it's it's going to be interesting from a season perspective. I do still think this system that's been set up that we start slow and finish strong yes. needs some tweaking of the Roosters. Re- yeah. Regardless, even if they get to a grand, or well, look, if they get to a grand final, maybe that's yeah. you know. But if they let's say they get knocked out next week, I do think that needs looking at because you don't want to end a season as desperate as the Roosters have been just to squeeze in the eight and rely on other results. Yeah, yeah. Um, look, we're going to head to a break. After the break, we've got Knights v. the Raiders. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. Time now for Knights v. Raiders, Sunday, 4 p.m. McDonald Jones Stadium. Knights team news. 
injured trio, Ponga, Fitzgibbon, Hastings, all return, as do the rested players from last week. Raiders, James Schiller replaces the suspended Seb Chris on the wing. Jack Whiten stays at centre with Fogarty and Frawley in the halves. And Croker is the 18th man. What do you reckon, Smithy? Oh, I can't be... I actually think the Knights might put a score on the Raiders. Ooh. Right? Mm-hmm. I think they might put a score on them. Yeah. Big crowd. They're on a roll. They're looking for 10 straight. Um, but at the same breath... <laughs> Ricky's Raiders. <laughs> Don't they love to spoil a If party? there's someone that can just upset the rhythm of opposition teams and get un- get under their skin, it's it's the Raiders. Yeah. It's the Raiders. It's It's... It's the type of player that Ricky was when he when he, when he was in his playing days, and it's the way he coaches his footy side. He just makes them gritty, and oh. the only thing you get, the only knock I have on them is that they're not playing particularly well. No, not at all. Not playing particularly well. If, if I'm if I'm brutally honest, but who's to say they just they can't they can't just jag one? Yeah, for one week. I don't know. I, I mate, I, you know what? Like I, I'm going to stick with Newcastle. I, I really think that. The form that they have at the moment um, and the, the rest that those uh, group of players had. Interesting to see how Ponga bounces back from that AC injury. Yeah. Yep. So, like, he can needle that. Yeah. Um, which you'd, you'd find a, a lot of players are playing with a similar injury. Yeah, they? like, there's a, you see throughout the year, like, there's a lot of people deal with AC injuries in their shoulders, but um, he'll, get a, he'll get a jab before the game and sort that out. Um, Look, if if they play at the standard that they played at for the last two months, I think I think they will rack up a score. So that's what I wanted to ask you because you know you've been a part of very dominant storm sides. Mm. How do you go about not just saying, "Boys, the last nine games mean nothing," mm. but making sure everyone in the squad understands that we cannot be complacent, even though we've won nine games in a row. Well, you, you talk about that complacency, right? And you just you address it. Like in a very simple way, like you just say, like the nine games that we've won previous to this game is not going to get us the win. Mm. Okay, think back to the attitude and the mindset that we took into those matches, and the style of footy that we played, and the, and the, and the work that we put in mm. to get those results. That's going to be needed again. Nothing less. Yeah, we can't have anything less. We've now we've created the standard for ourselves. Mm. Okay, so that's. That's it. That's that's where the line is. Mm. We can't play anything below that. Yeah. Um, if anything, we we've got to find another gear now. Yeah. This is semi-finals, um, but at the same time too, um, in 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 expressing those views to your footy team, you got to find a way as well not to knock the confidence. Yeah. Or, or not knock the confidence, but you don't want to you don't want to instill any sort of doubt. Mm. Yeah. So you know what I mean when you when you're saying those things to your players, you don't want them to go, "Oh, is he saying that because he doesn't think we're ready?" Or like or semi's different and we yeah, don't got to handle or it. Yeah, it's completely different. Yeah. Or he thinks that you know we're not quite good enough to beat you know the opposition this week. No, no, it's not about that. It's about hey boys, let's continue our run. Yeah. Let's just keep building, maintain our confidence. We are supremely confident at the moment, mm. and if we go out and apply ourselves like we have in the past nine games. We'll win. We'll win. Yeah. And, you know, like I was lucky enough to be a part of a couple of those, a couple of those seasons with Melbourne um, approaching finals and particularly going into finals week one where the, I, I just didn't have any, not once did I have any thought in my mind, Kempi, that 
we're going to lose. Yeah, well. Never yeah. once. Never thought, well, geez, I hope, geez, I hope we play well tonight. And it, it's a strange feeling because it's not necessarily like you're all walking around going, we're unbeatable. That's right. But it's at the same time an undercurrent of just... Supreme confidence, mate. We know and we a have belief. The, yeah, we know we have what it takes to get the job done. Yep. Now we just need to apply yep. what we've been applying. You know what you got. You know your game plan works. And the belief that you have in it and each other, mm. I think that's the key. Um, and it seems as though that's where Newcastle are right now mm. with you know the football that they're playing at the moment. Um, yeah, if, if, they, if they come up and produce what they've been doing over the last two months, I think it's I think it's a Newcastle victory. Do you do you maybe as a coach or coaching staff, do you maybe say to the boys, we aren't here to make numbers and win a couple of finals games. We're here to win the comp. And if we do win the comp or challenge for it, we need to be at a higher standard again on top of that nine games. Or is that looking too far ahead? No, that's that's fair enough. Mm. Yeah, no, that's that's fair enough. I think um I think Adam O'Brien will be challenging them yeah. a little bit. Um, I reckon he would have over the last couple of weeks. Mm. Um, even with those rested players on the weekend, I think that it would have been all in preparation for week one finals. Yeah. Like they, they, did, they didn't know who they were going to play mm. until you know, sort of the last game was finished. But um, I, think they, I think he'll challenge them to go again because they need to. They need to. Yeah, they, absolutely. Like if they want to get on, like let's say Broncos, Penrith and Storm play their best footies, Newey Knights need to just be a little bit better, little bit better. to be able to challenge for that. Now we're going to head to a break. After the break, we'll share our specials for week one of the finals. Welcome back to the Captain's Run. Time now to give our tips for the week. Broncos, $1.61. Storm, two thirty-two. Who are you going? Um, well, I think this is straightforward. I'm going Melbourne. Okay, I'm going Broncos. Yep. Panthers, $1.20. Warriors, four sixty. dollars uh, Good game of footy, this one. But I think Panthers, a bit too strong. Sharks, $1.94. I'm going Panthers. Sharks, $1.94. Roosters, $1.90. Yeah, closest match of the weekend. Um, I think the Roosters. Okay, the Roosters. That, that won't be an upset either, will it? No, nah, they're favourites at the yeah, moment. Yeah. I, I think Roosters as well. Now, Knights, $1.20. Raiders, four sixty. Ah, uh, Yeah, Knights at home. Ten in a row. Wow, incredible. Ten in a row. Yep, I'm going Knights as well. Now, time for our specials. What do you got, Smithy? Oh, Give me something. Uh... Specials. Okay, I'm going to go. This is my special. I'm going to go Roosters win into Junior Ponga try. I'm going to go Knights 13 plus. Two tries for Greg Maju. Greg Maju. Greg Maju too. There you go. Wow. There's the juice, baby. Get on board. There's the juice. Get on board. It is finals footy. Exciting times. We cannot wait to see you next week, guys. Thanks for listening. Catch you next week.